Hollywood Live Extra with Tanya Hart. Hello, you're listening to Hollywood Live Extra. I'm Tanya Hart. I have such a special person joining me today. His name is David Busby. He has a new recurring role on the third season of Bounce TV's sizzling series, Saints and Sinners. You know, he's working alongside of the show's veteran stars, including Vanessa Bell Calloway, Clifton Powell, and Keith Robinson. And But you would never guess that twice in two years, this determined 26-year-old actor almost lost his own life to street gun violence. He's joining me today for his first ever interview. I am so excited. We are so inspired by your true story of triumph over tragedy. Welcome to Hollywood Live Extra, David Busby. Wow, what an amazing introduction. Thank you so much. Well, I, I got it. Let's just get right into it. You were shot on July 10th, 2016 at a local laundromat in Inglewood. A gunman came in yeah. at close range and fired seven shots and hit you. Where were you hit and how badly were you hurt? Oh, wow. So in that moment, I was hit in my right foot and the dude was standing about like 10 feet away from me. And uh, when I was hit, I ran behind my car and uh, a gentleman who was who everyone knew to be like kind of crazy it was uh, in a wheelchair i just i looked to him and this man stood out of his wheelchair and walked over to me and started yelling out into the darkness stop shooting this is a black man right here this is a black man stop shooting and in that moment that crazy dude didn't seem so crazy at all you know so wow did you know the person was this a random shooting did you know this person (laughs) You know what? Honestly, I didn't ever make out the person's face. So uh, I'm not sure if it was intentional. But what I do know is that on the same night, there was a Black Lives Matter uh, rally that was like a mile away from where I was. Because I was over on uh, Manchester and uh, in L.A., right by the Great Western Forum, across the street, mm-hmm. really. And then they had the Black Lives Matters at the, uh, mm-hmm. at the donut shop. I was going to say, now then you were shot again one year later. This is just, I, I can't even believe it, David. On May hey. on May 6th, a year later, your life was almost yeah. snatched for the second time in front of your grandparents' home. Tell us about that one. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I came back to L.A. to visit, and uh, I wasn't acting at the time. But I uh, came back to visit my grandparents because I was missing my son. I'm sick and uh, was... Uh, in the front of the house on my passenger side. I mean, yeah, passenger side of the car I had. And uh, um, a, a gentleman pulled up in a white, it was a white car. They pulled up maybe like literally like 12 feet in front of my car. The guy jumps out of the back seat with a uh, AK-47 and just begins just letting off the whole clip. So he let off about 18 shots. Four of them hit my truck. Two of them went through the windshield. One of them hit my head, leaving a bullet fragment inside the top of my head. Oh, uh, David. Yeah, it was crazy. So uh, I remember falling out of the car, and uh, the guy took off driving, uh, speeding. And I went walk, running up into the, my house. My grandmother had dementia, so she's just kind of like having an episode as well. And then all I just remember is blood falling from the top of my head and me just spilling to make sure all the pieces were still there. And uh, mm. I remember finally when I got inside the house, I remember I FaceTimed my ex, well, at the time she was my girlfriend, and I remember calling her and telling her, uh, you know, that I wasn't going to make it, but that, you know, I know she's going to be good, but to hold it down for me. And then my aunt, like, grabbed my phone from me, and then the ambulance came. I remember just losing consciousness, consciousness and then feeling, like, surrounded by family. 
and just it was a great feeling because I felt like in those moments of me about to what I thought was die, in those moments I truly lived. I did everything wow. I wanted to do meaningful, meaningfully, every action I took. And then from wow. that surviving it, I just made a vow to continue living in that with that same momentum. Isn't that what a story? You know, forget the TV show Saints and Sinners. We need to be doing a movie about your life here. <laughs> I mean, so, <laughs> so. It will. No, it will come. No, you are so right about that. We may be doing it. So why? How is it that you are not in trauma over all of this? I mean, most people, you know, I mean, obviously you could have been dead. You survived all of that. But there yeah. is there a big scar that's, you know, kind of covering all of this up or how have you survived the trauma? Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, I've uh, what's helped me has been going to my acting classes uh, that, that's still a lump in my head, but it's not really noticeable when I uh, when I grow my hair out. <laughs> but uh, mm-hmm. other than that, I um, what's helped me is helping others. Uh, I noticed that mm-hmm. people who have PTSD um, usually cope with it by helping others who've gone through it as well. You know, so just going out and, and not being building up a wall cause it's easy because I went through the phases of trauma where you build up the wall trying to keep people out or really you just cage yourself in I had to go through wow. the phases but I, it's God that's helped me so much you know the higher powers that be because that's that's the whole reason why I'm here I think the whole moment made me more spiritual than anything so, I would yeah, I, I would that. imagine so. Now, you know, you go from all of this. You were actually an actor anyway when this was going on. You'd been studying acting. But how did you mm-hmm. end up going from the trauma of your own real life into getting this recurring role on Saints and Sinners? Which, by the way, I love that show. And you're working with all of my <laughs> longtime friends on there, by the way. Cliff and, and Vanessa. Oh, so, you know, yeah. Cliff. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Cliff! Cliff and I go back to our Boston days, long time. Well, he did yeah. sure tell me he was from Boston too. Okay, okay. Yeah, he's a he's a cool guy right there. But uh, man, how did I get here? I mean, honestly, I feel like what happened, what changed, is that I stopped doing what I felt people wanted me to do, and started living like in my truth. Because I felt like a lot of times I did what I felt was like maybe politically correct for other people or to make other people mm-hmm. comfortable when I realized that I couldn't live for others and have to live for me is when I realized my whole life started changing. Everything around me just started changing. It was almost like I was like owning the grounds that I, that I walk on as opposed right. to walking on eggshells, you know. Well, you know, you were raised by your grandmother. How's she doing, by the way? Because, you know, seeing your grandson shot once in your yard, would that would take me over the top, quite frankly. But how is she, how's she doing? <laughs> She's so happy to see that I'm walking in truth and, uh, and doing something that's productive and bringing, like, and seeing that how I move, I always bring glory to God. To God. I have no shame in doing that. Um it makes her happy to see the life that I'm living now as opposed to the one that she thought I was about to end with. So, uh, mm-hmm. she's just, <laughs> just talking to her. It's just so funny because she's always telling me, you know, don't, don't forget to pray. Don't forget to pray. But I know you cover. You, 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 you God, baby. So yeah, no, there's no question. Anybody that gets shot two times in, in a in less, almost less than a year, several times, and still walking around, 
Um, you were supposed to be here and you've got a, a testimony to tell. Now, you know, what's very Amen. interesting because we, we keep hearing these stories every day. Yesterday, gunman walks into the Waffle House down in Nashville and uh, shot and killed some other people. I mean, it's like every mm-hmm. week. What do you think we should be doing right now in our own community? Because, see, we hear about those stories because he's a white terrorist. I called him white yeah. domestic terrorist. But in our uh-huh. own community, we've got black people shooting other black people like you've been shot. Nobody knows where these people are. Nobody has found them. What should we be doing? Because right. honestly, um, what I feel like is the solution is just taking accountability because like what I did when I, after going through what I've gone, what I went through and then now looking at, looking at life and like relationships with people differently. Like I, I wouldn't want to, like if I see someone doing something wrong, I'm not going to hold my tongue about it. I'm going to speak my truth. So if Good. I see like, you know, some brothers hanging out, loitering, you know what I'm saying? I would walk up and ask, you know, hey, how you doing, man? You good? Just let, making them feel like, yo, yeah, we're a community. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think accountability is what helps. I think it's what helps with uh, with situations like those. But with like with a gunman, you can't can't stop these crazy people because they have intentions. You know what I'm saying? And they they feel like yes. they have an objective that they have to you know do. But then like the guy who stopped him, he had an objective too. He didn't just sit back and let things play out. He took things into his own hands. But within a good and good like right, so I feel like if all of us had, and if anything, we could emulate this young man's story and in our own world stand up for what's right, you know, not just sit back. Wow, you are so right, David. And I just want to let our audience know they're listening to Hollywood Live Extra. I'm Tanya Hart. I am talking to the extraordinary David Busby. He has a new recurring role on Saints and Sinners, but it is nothing like the role that is played out in his life. Uh, He was shot on two different occasions in two different years. He has not only survived, he has thrived. And like we said, he's in TV. Tell me about your role. What are you playing? Who are you playing? Saints and Sinners, I play a hitman for Clifton Powell. He's his character, Rex. And uh, Prophet is, you know, a hitman for hire and eager and just trying to make his own way. Trying to leave his stain, I guess you could say, on the game because he's a young dude that's about to get the, an opportunity of a lifetime. So, mm-hmm. you know, working for Rex. Mm-hmm. Wow, when and he plays it. Clifton does play that role, I've got to say. So, you know, thinking about your own experience of being a victim of gun violence, I know you probably bring something to this role that most people never could. Do you think about oh, yeah. what that side of it is like, you know, like being on the other side of being like, you know, the criminal or the gunman? How does that play out into the role that you are now playing on Saints and Sinners? Well, honestly, what I realized is that everyone has a truth, even the villains. It's kind of made me look at things from a different perspective. Because uh, I learned with acting that you can't really judge because then it distracts you from your objective, from the character's objective. Mm-hmm. And that bleeds into our own personal life. It's hard for us to really embrace people if we have so many reservations. So I just adapted that concept, and uh, then it just kind of flew naturally. Because when you not, when you don't have walls built up or like reservations or judging, whatever, then you can kind of just allow the character to live. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of wow. pretty well, much what happened. It was pretty fun. 
Oh, I I know, and I know that you're going to have a long and illustrious career, David, because God apparently kept you here for several reasons. I am so sure. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I find out each reason each day. That's right. So what do you want the audience to walk away with after seeing it? I can't believe it's season three already of Saints and Sinners. What is is the audience going to get out of this season? Oh, yo, if anything, really, really, really good entertainment. Uh, And if they watch closely, they're going to see a nice little star being born. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll bet bet his name is David Busby. David, thank you so much for being here today and and for sharing your first interview with me and, and my producer, Jay Silvers. And we just want you to continue to entertain us and inspire us by your own story. Thank you so much. Thank you for the opportunity. You guys be blessed as well. Absolutely. And don't forget to subscribe to Hollywood Live Extra on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or any other podcast directory. Make sure you download all of the shows because, honey, you don't want to miss any of them. If you like what you hear, leave a five-star review and just know that I'm Tanya Hart. This is Hollywood Live Extra, and we are at AURN.com. Hollywood Live Extra, a product of American Urban Radio Networks. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.